Yo, what's up, baby? This is Burt Watson, and you're listening to Pro Sports Podcasters, baby. The best sports podcast on the internet. The only one I know. Your night, your fight, you need to get it right and listen to Pro Sports Podcasters all night long. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Coberto Ron. You guys all know me as Kobe. And today I've got a few, well, a couple actually, NFL all-day collectors. We're going to have to clarify whether or not we have two or three, but we'll find that out in a moment. And we've also got a special guest. We've actually got Coop from Own the Moment with us, which is the analytics platform that basically gives more information than I'm going to say any other currently on the internet when it comes to the Dapper Labs products, NBA Top Shot, and NFL all day. So we've got a few questions for Coop today and they're coming directly from collectors, including myself. And I'm gonna begin with someone that you know. I'm gonna begin with Ryan, who goes by Be More Focus Rafer on Discord. And again, if you haven't joined our Discord, I'm gonna leave a link in the description. It's quite honestly where the most, I'm gonna say educated conversations happen on Discord about specifically the NFL all day platform. Ryan, how's it going? Going well. How about you, Cub? I'm doing okay, buddy. I'm doing okay. Good. All right. So uh, my question for you, Coop, is uh, you know a person like myself. I was uh, you know I was really into the the Jolly Joker thing, and and uh, you know then we had this delay, and you know since the delay has happened, uh, you know we've also had some technical issues, you know between Rumble and, and Flash Challenge Terminal and stuff like that. What do you say to a person like myself that's kind of on the fence? on getting a jolly joker now yeah great great question um appreciate the candid conversation and the opportunity to come on here and talk with you guys I i'd say one building on flow was definitely a bigger challenge than we had initially thought that it was um you know we had conversations with Dapper and we have been working closely with Dapper over the course of the last year. Um, but when it comes to understanding cadence, which is the programming language undermining the flow blockchain, it was definitely a bigger undertaking than we thought. Um, so we went through a lot of exercises back and forth with Dapper, back and forth with other teams that have built on flow. And it was just something where we couldn't initially get things sorted out as quickly as we wanted to. Um, and so we sort of had to reverse engineer the code that we had built and ultimately get to a point where the website was completely integrated with the Dapper wallet 
it was imperative to us to build with Dapper Wallet integrated. And the reason for that is because of our analytics platform and the market that we've built as OTM was Dapper collectors. And we wanted to provide utility via the Jolly, Jolly Jokers. And the easiest way to get people to buy Jolly Jokers was to integrate the Dapper Wallet. Um, you know, that came with a full on know your business review from the Dapper team that came with a full on understanding of all the things that we were doing with Jolly Jokers than their review on their side. So it just ended up being a longer process. Uh, thankfully, we are finally in the home stretch. Uh, minting starts on Monday, October 17th. And we're just pumped to get these NFTs in the hands of collectors, of people that use our analytics platform, and of people that are bullish on gamification that comes alongside NFTs from day one. So yeah, a little bit of the the behind the scenes there, but I would say you know, it came down to planning, execution, and being able to deliver, and just ultimately took longer than we in initially anticipated. Gotcha. Fair enough. And last thing I'll say is, you know, I think the community was incredibly patient and incredibly fair in the commentary of uh, being on the fence and trying to kind of understand where we were coming from. It is one of those things where we try to provide as much transparency, transparency as possible, but some of the things just, you know, there is no easy explanation for them. So we really appreciate all of the feedback. We appreciate the transparency and the thoughtfulness of the commentary from the community. And frankly, we're just looking to start the journey. Uh, Mint is here. We're ready. And we're excited to build a premium product and continue to uh, build tools that collectors are excited to use. Great to hear. Is that satisfactory, Ryan? I mean, it's satisfactory. I'd say the only thing I would piggyback on that a little bit is just you know, some of the technical issues that we've had, do you, do you think that that's going to be cleaned up, uh, you know, yeah, once we get into this? I'd love to say yes with 100% fury. I think running a tech company is definitely a challenge, if you will. I think the one thing we've seen a good bit of is, hey, OTM is slow, or hey, OTM is showing the wrong moment, um, or some some nature of that when it comes to the flash challenge terminal or things like that. You know, just know that we're likely already aware of things that are happening on the site when it is running. I will say when it comes to Rumble and it comes to the number of people on the site, we've experienced um, record highs over the course of the last couple of weeks. People on the leaderboard, I think the double prize pool and extending the the payments um, or the, the amount of places paid to a thousand ultimately led to four or five X, the amount of people refreshing their lineups. And that was something that we were just working through to scale up the technology. That said, you know, it is something that we will continue to work on. It is something that we will continue to build towards. Um, we won't be perfect day one, but we absolutely will continue to get better, continue to get faster and continue to prioritize the comments and the feedback from the community. Awesome. Okay. So I want, I want to just, do a quick comment that bounce it over to Daniel and make comment as well, because I know it directly affects him here. But so when the initial Jolly Joker Mint was supposed to happen in August, correct? Correct. And now it's happening in, in October. So is everything you had planned to implement with the Jolly Joker program the exact same? Or are you going to be adding to it as kind of a, a thank you for the patience of the community? 
I'd say we've communicated what the utility will be. Um, we had initially planned to connect Jolly Jokers with the entire OT OTM ecosystem. There was a lot of feedback on TOC best ball versus where we are today with coming out with the rumble contests. And I think that was well received coming from the community. There were a lot of things at play and you know, I, I won't get into every single one of those things, but it was the idea of connecting the entire ecosystem at OTM. And we still have plans to do that on the flow blockchain. We're bullish on the Dapper team or bullish on flow being the place where sports fans will integrate and will onboard to web three and ultimately we're going to continue to build and we're pumped to bring along those people that believe in us and you know we're going to be on this journey for quite some time we talk a lot about internally this is something we want to do for the next 10 20 30 years we have no no uh change in the thesis uh, it's certainly an interesting time in the NFT space, but we fully believe in the future of Web3 and we're going to continue to build as if it is the next big thing. I'm all about the long game, so it doesn't change anything for me, but for say someone like Daniel. Okay. So I know for a fact, Daniel was all in, he was on board first class when this was announced. And as time has passed and not only has things been delayed, but the market itself has significantly diminished, Daniel's interest has waned. So Daniel, where are you at now in the Jolly Joker's perspective? Well, I was, uh, when we first started talking Jolly Jokers, I was all on board. Like you said, I set aside uh, $900 to buy three of them so I can get into that, uh, that second, I think it was called field goal. And uh, with the delays and the uh, all the FUD and the, in the marketplace for NFL all day. I'm, 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 I'm on the fence of buying, buying a Jolly Joker, even one. But I'm, I'm probably going to do it just because I'm on the pre-order list. I've already sent in my five top shots that are probably worth like eight dollars now. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, yeah, that's where I am. I, I, I feel like I need a little bit more convincing. That's all. Okay. That, literally, that's why I wanted Coop on here. I wanted him on here to give some reassurance to the community, know that things are moving forward and, and where they see this project at amongst everything else that they do. But w what question do you have for Coop, Daniel? And Daniel is, so everyone knows, this is ASDAN333. Like I said, Natty, it is Natty Pug on the NFL day, correct? Well, it's uh, pronounced Naughty Pug. That's my Naughty dog. Pug. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's right here in my truck with me. Yeah, right on. So, yeah, so what question you got for Coop today? So, uh, yeah, and my, my Discord, like you said, it's uh, it, uh, it's AZDAN333, AZDAN333. The AZ is for Arizona, and I remember uh, on uh, one of the Team Hold YouTube podcasts they did, they had TJ on and he was talking about partying it up in Scottsdale, Arizona for the golf tournament yeah. tournament around the Super Bowl, the waste management open. I was wondering if that's still on, man. Yeah, we'd love to make sure that we're doing IRL events as well. I think when you know people on Discord, it's it's one thing. When you get to meet people in person, it's a complete 
different experience. I also think that that's the case in general in how people react on the online. I think it's easy to be behind a keyboard. It's a lot different to meet someone and to articulate your thoughts, um, you know, whether it's via content or whether it's in real life. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's definitely going to be continued in real life activities. Now that said, is it, is it going to be, you know, everything and, you know, full on crazy parties and, and things like that. I think we're certainly trying to sort out what that will be and ultimately make the smartest business decision that we can. But connecting around the biggest sporting events and hosting parties and doing things in real life around some of the biggest sporting events is definitely something we want to do. Could we invite you know thousands of people to that and have all uh, have everything paid for? Of course not. Um, but there are things that we will certainly be doing in real life. There's no doubt about it. What about the uh, waste management open he was talking about? I live 20 miles from TPC of Scottsdale. That sounded cool to me. <laughs> yeah, we uh, still definitely have those plans. Um, I, I think we're definitely playing it by ear from a mint standpoint. We've, I'll be, I'll be very transparent. We've looked at cost of things around waste management open and around Super Bowl weekend, and we've been trying to plan everything that we possibly can ahead. But some things are just unable to be planned, and you need to be continuously flexible. So I. IRL stuff is certainly part of the Jolly Jokers and part of how we'll connect to the community. I think it will drive stickiness. You know, we've experienced that. And, you know, we did a TOC live final last year where we had 25, uh, 30 people in their plus ones at a live final. And it was just an awesome experience. We did it in Miami, uh, centered around week seven or yeah, centered around week 17. And it was just super fun. So it, it, it helped to solidify people that believed in us. And we're here, like I said, to build for the long haul. So, uh, these things are, are things that we certainly will be analyzing and trying to pull off. So is that a yes or a no? I'm not going to give you like a 100% answer, yes or no. Uh, as much as you're asking for it to be binary, it's just not a binary situation. I understand. Fair enough. But I also think there's things like, you know, travel. You, you're in Arizona. If we said we were doing something in New York City, it would probably not, not be as appealing, right? But we want to bring people to those places. We want to try to find central locations of where people are and consider that we have an international audience as well, just knowing the NFT space in general. So we are trying to think about all of those things. But there's no doubt that there will be IRL activity that happens and trying to connect with as many people that are fans of OTM that are going to be part of the Jolly Joker Sports Society is super important to us. All right. All right, sweet. That's something I was actually interested in knowing about as well. And I think as, as time goes on, once this mints happened and people are part of the Jolly Jokers community, I trust that on the moment's going to come up with things to do on a semi-regular basis that involve gated entry through Jolly Jokers. So that's that's one of the reasons why I was always interested. It wasn't about what they could give me now, it's about what they could give me later. So Coop, uh, kind of an interconnected question for you here. First of all, the majority of what you guys do is directly connected to Dapper Labs. What is Own the Moments, or in this case, I would say even your confidence in Dapper Labs as a company right now? There's no doubt that Dapper is the biggest sports company in the space right now, but mm -hmm. the bottom line is that there needs to be more people in the ecosystem for the sports NFT space to 
continue to exist and flourish and that's going to take time i think sometimes people want there to magically be a million people in the space and you know when you look at the mainstream ideologies around nfts it's not great so i think in general it's going to take time for people to onboard but in my opinion web3 is inevitable there will be big, big companies. And I believe Dapper will be one of them that succeed in the web three space. And we're making a bet on it. You know, we're, we're betting that yeah. flow is the place and we're betting that Roham and his ideology of having, you know, 1 billion wallets in the flow on the flow blockchain, we're betting on that to be the case. So, um, that's our thesis and, and we're sticking to it. Um, even through the ups and the downs of the, immediate and the instant gratification economy that we live in in 2022 on the internet okay so to use a poker term would you would you say you're pot committed or would you say you've already pushed all in as a company i would say we're pot committed we okay. <laughs> are continuing to be as flexible as we can because that's just smart business to do that Everyone knows the products that we've built thus far, and they are centered around the Dapper ecosystem. And we're continuing to take feedback from the community. We're continuing to determine, you know, where we should be thinking about building next. We're thinking about enhancing our current platforms. I mean, Top Shot and all and uh, and all day are definitely the two biggest platforms right now. But you know, we have La Liga coming. There's other products that are coming, so we'll see sort of where the industry goes. But ultimately, you know. The bottom line is there will need to be more consumers in the NFT space that are into these type of products for anybody to have major success. Okay, so that's something I wanted to touch on because for the most part, uh, I guess when it comes to the community reaching out to own the moment and speaking with either yourself or TJ or Justin, we've been pretty selfish and pretty greedy in that the majority of the conversation has been around NBA Top Shot and. NFL all day because they're the two biggest players right now, especially when it concerns own the moment. When you look at Jolly Jokers, you guys have brought in everybody. You've got drivers, Flovatar, you've got a number of different groups that aren't directly connected to either NBA Top Shot or NFL all day. So Jolly Jokers covers a much wider spectrum of things. How do you plan on satisfying everyone? It, it's it's first impossible to satisfy every single person. Someone always will have a negative opinion about something that happens. I mean, you can see it and go go hang out in all day general and you'll get one person that says X and that's the greatest thing. And the next person that says Y and that's the, that's their greatest thing. I think everyone acts in their own self-interest. Um, that said, what we realized in building OTM was that there was a ton of smaller sub communities, I'll call them that yeah. rallied around sports that had similar interests that whether it be had a similar location, whether it be they were collecting their favorite team, whatever it might've been, there were small sub communities that came together. And our point was if you could connect those sub communities and that we could keep supply and control and that there could be a team that is focused on gamification and is focused on connecting these smaller communities that could be a massive success so our our thought was well why don't we build a community partners program um that starts to connect these smaller sub communities together via a singular goal which is one provide education 
to new users about NFTs to provide some sort of analytics for people that are going to be buying and making serious investment in NFTs. And three, there needs to be something other to do with their with NFTs than simply look at the price. If yeah. the price is the only thing people are into this for, then we're constantly having to go through this roller coaster of, well, everything's down, so I'm mad, and everything's up, so I'm extremely happy. Ultimately, there is going to have to be a longer set of patience that comes with being a collector. It's hard to solely market a collectible. In my opinion, a collectible sort of becomes a collectible. We can shout from the rooftops that this is a collectible, but the in the, in my experience and what I've understood in past markets, things become collectibles over time and they gain value over serious amounts of time. So in the meantime, how do we keep people engaged in the platform? We think about gamification. And those two things right now are just a clear tug of war in a collector's mindset. And it is a hard problem to solve. I think we aren't there yet, but we certainly can solve it. And it's going to just take experimentation and it's going to take some patience from a collector's standpoint. BetUS Sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting. With sports betting, live betting, racebook, online slots, and online casino. It's available across the US and Canada. Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. 100%, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I love on the moment, you know that. You've watched my videos, you've heard me tout your accolades many times. I love what you guys do. And I love what you bring to the, the platforms that we're currently covering. I wanted to ask a couple of questions. Like, so I'm gonna ask this question to both Ryan and Daniel. Ryan, how many NFT platforms are you on? uh well right now really all day and ufc strike and really not as much on ufc strike i mean i'm on there but i'm, I'm really not in it every day like i am with uh nfl all day but you do own moments correct correct okay daniel well i used to have uh 300 moments on top shot now i'm down to seven or eight mm -hmm. And I've got uh, maybe a dozen UFC strike moments, and then I've got 330 NFL all-day moments. Okay, so both of you entirely dapper products. Same with me. For me, it's UFC strike, NFL all-day. I have, I think, maybe 12 moments on NBA Top Shot. So sort of sat there from the first time I cracked some packs for video purposes, but I'm on it. Coop, what are you on? Yeah. So I, I mean, from an NFT standpoint, have a little bit of everything. I have ETH NFTs, um, sort of dove into the ETH space a little bit after getting yeah. on Top Shot. Um, I have a bigger Top Shot collection than I do all day just because of, you know, trying to play within my means mm -hmm. and ultimately not be completely overextended on a very risk on asset like NFTs. But yeah, I think it's interesting to hear who has what NFTs. And one of the things that we think a lot about is the friction of buying, selling, and understanding NFTs. If I need to go download a crypto wallet, buy crypto off a crypto exchange, move that crypto into a different wallet to purchase, purchase it, it face gas fees, mm -hmm. and do all of those things, it's certainly a much uh, higher friction onboarding experience for dapper you sign up 
you go through the wallet experience, you deposit, you know, a dapper balance with a credit card and you're into the marketplace and able to buy, you're paying a 5% marketplace fee, but all of the gas, all of the transactions on the, the flow blockchain are gasless. Um, yeah. So you're not playing, you're not paying gas, which is a cool thing. You know, I think something that <laughs> dapper as a company knowing their background and what they were trying to accomplish, uh, successfully tackled that technical hurdle. And yeah, it's just interesting to sort of compare and contrast blockchains where NFTs are the type of collectors that are dapper collectors and flow blockchain collectors versus ETH collectors. Um, it's interesting to sort of look macro at the entire NFT market and determine where there's a niche that we could play in and where there's going to be future growth. So you're not blocked in any way from Dapper of owning particular moments because of own the moment connection. We aren't, um, but we don't do things like play rumble, uh, because we collected, um, NFL moments. We don't, we, we don't really have any restrictions on what we're doing. Um, so right now I would say there isn't, it's not like we're a Dapper employee and we can't collect. Um, you don't, you don't get to play rumble. We, we don't, we don't play rumble. Yeah. We, um, we may enter dummy lineups. I'll call them lineups that we absolutely know won't cash, uh, <laughs> just to test the experience, just to see how things are working. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But yeah, we are, our team is not playing rumble at all. Oh, that sucks, man. I, I gotta tell you right now, rumble is my favorite thing about NFL day is my single favorite thing about it is rumble. I'd like to see yeah, it. Rumble is pretty awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. We, we, um, we spent a lot of time thinking through rumble and like I said, TJ and Justin cut their teeth kind of before getting into NFTs in the daily fantasy sports space. Um, and it just made a ton of sense to us that if web three becomes a thing, fantasy evolution and enhancements will happen. And the concept of owning assets that you can use in a peer-to-peer -peer or peer versus peer activity or competition is going to be just an incredibly interesting thing going forward. So, I mean, we've seen the likes of DraftKings now has an NFT game and there's only going to be more is our thesis. Yeah. So it is just very interesting to think about that market and how to navigate it, um, you know, when it comes to gaming and competition and ultimately competition gets people excited, gives people something to do and, you know, it is, and it is a, a distraction in some way to people solely looking at, is my graph going up or is my graph going down? Now, but before we started this recording, we were chatting a bit and I'm going to defend Coop right in the beginning and say he did not comment on this. He remained Switzerland, but Daniel, Ryan, and myself were all collectively bashing the Patrick Mahomes commercial put out by Dapper Labs and NFL all day. Right? Correct. <laughs> okay. None of us think that commercial actually hits the mark. It does nothing. I know for me, Rumble is my favorite thing about NFL all day right now. That's my favorite thing. Uh, Daniel, what's your favorite thing about NFL all day? Oh, despite all the negative stuff surrounding it, I still think the playbook is it just needs to be tweaked right. Okay. And Ryan? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, you know, I do like the playbook. I, I think there's some work to go, but I enjoy it. It keeps me engaged. And, and I just think, uh, you know, 
having that fandom, like we talked out in previous episodes, just just having you know my Raven stuff. I have a connection with that, and yeah. and that kind of stuff makes me happy. Okay, so for Ryan, it's really engaging the fan a little bit better. For Daniel, he wants the playbook significantly improved, especially in order to maintain values across all the different tiers of moments, including commons, rares, and legendaries. For me, Rumble's my favorite thing because I think Rumble is the only thing connected to NFL All Day right now that is essentially unbroken. It's the only thing that's perfect. And what would it take for on the moment to to work something out with Dapper Labs to do a Rumble specific commercial for NFL All Day Coop? Man, that's a question that I don't know that I have a great answer for, quite frankly. Um, it is definitely something we worked with Dapper on to bring to life. Mm-hmm. That said, it is complicated is what I would say in terms of how it gets executed and making sure that the leagues understand it and making sure that it makes sense from a dapper market standpoint. I I think that there's a lot of wrinkles um, and a lot of things and a lot of continued enhancements that could be brought via rumble, but it's definitely something that dapper will have to make a decision on. And, you know, as much as we push it, we don't have any say so or you know decision making power from a dapper lab standpoint so it's really going to be up to them to dictate and to um work through sort of innovations and updates of what rumble could become so i mean market share when you're looking at the fantasy football and especially the gambling space rumble is a drop in the ocean so you guys haven't had any pushback from any sort of a sports book have you No. None whatsoever? Nope. So do you think that's the possible fear, that if it was an advertised asset to NFL all day, that maybe sportsbooks would look at it and say, hey, wait a minute, that's our space? I think it's definitely possible. I think there's, like I said, complications when it comes to legalities around all of the things, gambling, fantasy, and the like. Um, so it, it really does just depend. For me, we're, we're playing a free to enter contest and we're providing utility to quote unquote collectibles and moments. Um, and that really is the basis of it at the very simplistic levels. And how, how early on were you part of Own the Moment? It, it, is, it started with TJ and Justin, correct? Yeah, TJ and Justin are OTM's co-founders. We had a Slack channel amongst friends well before OTM was ever even thought of as an idea. Mm-hmm. TJ and Justin were like, hey, we're going to start a podcast. And I was kind of like, hey, yeah, I can help try to do some of this stuff. So yeah, day one or day zero, I guess, if you will, a uh, person that helped bring OTM to life. So what are you most proud of? Man, that's a great question. Um I would say most proud of building a product in a manner that we felt feasible and not trying to chase something that we as a group are not. There were plenty of platforms initially, and for us, we came into this as sports fans. I don't think any of us, uh, besides Justin, who'd worked in blockchain technology from a um, a corporate or an enterprise wide standpoint. I don't think any of us knew 
what an NFT was before buying an NBA Top Shot moment. And we've stuck to the sports space and will continue to stick to the sports space uh, in in the near term. Uh, It just makes the most sense for us. It is our niche. It's what we know. And I think if you're trying to build a company, it's already hard enough to do that. And being knowledgeable about the space is really important. No, that's awesome, man. I, I kudos to you guys. It's like a real success story. I love what you guys have done. Like I've said, I appreciate it, man. Ryan, Daniel, any additional thoughts? I was going to say, uh, OTM d- is by far the best companion for Dapper of all the different, uh, the live tokens out there, the evaluate markets. OTM is definitely the most, uh, user-friendly. It's the most up-to-date. I just, it, it's the only one I use now, and you guys do a fantastic job being available for people on Discord. You're always very helpful, and I appreciate that. Appreciate the uh, feedback. Appreciate the commentary, uh, and I'll stick to what I said earlier. You know, by no means do we uh, believe that we're perfect. I think this space is still new. It's messy. Being a company that is as small as us, it can be a challenge. And we're trying to make sure that we're building in a healthy way, that we're considering all options, that we're, you know, there's times where it can feel like we're working 24 seven and that's just very unsustainable for a group of people that really want to do this for 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. Um, and so it, it needs to be done in a way that makes sense, that has business logic behind it, that is sustainable to uh, endure the ups and the downs of what risk on assets will provide. And yeah, appreciate the feedback. I, I, frankly, the community is what really does keep us going. I think the coolest thing about the Dapper products is that there is however many active collectors there are, 25, 30, 40, 50,000 people that really do want the products to succeed. And in some days in the near term, they're very upset and it's very easy to get on your computer and uh, say that you're upset. And other days they love the product again. So it, it is this like hot and cold atmosphere. Um, and I think in general, as a as a whole, that will have to change somewhat in order to onboard hundreds of thousands and millions of people. Uh, but we will get there. Like I said, in- inevitably, Web3 is going to happen. And our thesis is Dapper is the place where sports fans are going to uh, initially onboard into what Web3 will be. Ryan? Yeah, you know, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I think the product is, is amazing. You know, I have a very analytical mind and Every time I'm searching something, it, it seems like, you know, it might take me a couple steps, but on the moment always finds a, a way. There's a way to search for exactly what I'm looking for. And it's amazing to me that people still don't know. You know, you get in that NFL all day general, and I don't know how many times I just type in, like, on the moment. Get, <laughs> As the on, answer. On the moment. Yeah. Just get on <laughs> on the moment. Like, it's so simple. You know, everything is right there. Like, you don't need to ask everybody the same question 10 times. Just go to on the moment. Uh, so, so you guys are doing a bang up job there. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, frankly, you know, we built the product that we've have and that we have to date, we we've been building that for 20 months now. And, you know, we haven't, we haven't charged a dime and ultimately we've heard collectors say over and over and over again that, you know, our site does provide the best analytics and our site, our, our site is a site that continues to think about how tools could be created to help collectors make the most informed decisions. 
Uh, and frankly, it's time to build a profitable or a sustainable business around what we've built to date. That said, it doesn't mean we're going to stop building. It doesn't mean we're going to stop listening, uh, but it is time to take the idea and the pilot and build a sustainable business around it. And the Jolly Jokers are the first step in doing so. You know, it's going to, the site will, will go, will be behind a paywall starting November 1st. Uh, Jolly Jokers minting next week on the 17th. And frankly, at $200 a year for an annual subscription and $299 for a Jolly Joker that gets you lifetime access to Top Shot and All Day Analytics, we felt like that in, in and of itself as a subscription NFT solely is plenty of value and more value, frankly, than, than most other things we've seen in the NFT market. But that wasn't enough for us. We wanted to rally a community around gamification because like I said, if our thesis is new new people need to come to the market, then they need gamification, they need education, and they need analytics in order to make informed decisions. So our goal is to continue to build around those three pillars. No, you guys have done that 100%. And I just want to say thanks, Coop, for coming on. Really, I, honestly, I didn't want it to be you. So, so for people, just so people know, uh, Coop and I, are part of the team that's handling the Jolly Jokers Fantasy Football League team, which we're kicking some ass at. I don't mind saying. Yeah, we are. And I, uh, I low-key get along with Coop. I think he's an all right guy. We kind of hit it off in the beginning. I, I like the way – I like his attitude, like his personality. We get along. And I wasn't sure how aware he was that on this show, we don't we don't filter anything. We don't We don't come at you with soft – jabs right he was going to be in the ringer potentially and takes balls to be here so i appreciate him coming on and you handled it well i know we got maybe a little rough on you at times but we want the community to hear it 100 and not just get the sugar-coated version buddy amen man amen i uh i like straight shooters i like to consider myself a straight shooter as well but we're in the NFT space and there, there is like a certain element of unknown for what the future will hold. Um, so yeah, hopefully it provided enough insight to people that might be on the fence and people that might be reconsidering. Uh, we're ready to go and it's go time and we're, we're doing this thing. So uh, there's not going to be any stopping us and yeah, we're excited about it. So sports NFT fans, the Jolly Joker Mint is next week. It is going to be the first all sports NFT community of its type. I'm telling you, it's going to be something you're going to want to be a part of eventually. Maybe in the beginning, it might start off a little slow, but everything does. But you're going to want to be there in the beginning because you're not going to get a chance to be there late. Coop, want to give the final details on the mint dates and everything? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll be minting, like I said, starting Monday, October 17th. Our pre-orders for those people that got on the pre-order list will have 48 hours to mint. Depending on your pre-order status, you can mint either up to three Jolly Jokers or up to six. Mint price, $299. Flow blockchain, 4,500 NFTs for sale. We're holding 500 back for giveaways, community partners, our team. And then Wednesday, October 19th, the whitelist will mint for 24 hours. And then on Thursday, the 20th will fully be open to the public until um, all the Jolly Jokers are sold. And then, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna kick off all the 
gating of the OTM website. It's going to kick off the gated rumble contest with a hundred with a hundred thousand dollars up for prizes. And yeah, you guys alluded to it. Tons of IRL in real life activities centered around sports. Uh, we got a community ticket fund upon sellout, a hundred pairs of tickets we're going to give away and continuing to try to do as much as possible to meet collectors, meet people in the Jolly Joker Sports Society in real life uh, centered around sporting events. So yeah, look for things like uh, the Waste Management Open potentially and other things like that. When you meet your Jolly Joker, if you're on the fence about which community to join, do yourself a solid. Join the Pro Sports Podcasters because we have the best community on Discord right now. Ask around. There are some detractors, but the majority of people will tell you if they've been there, it's the most active community when it comes to real information being exchanged amongst its members. Uh, Any chance we can get a Jolly Joker to give to one of our community members, Coop? Absolutely. Yeah, I will. uh, We will tee up a giveaway for the pro sports podcasters community and uh, I'll get that over to you, Kobe, and I'll let you run the giveaway however you see fit. Right on, buddy. We appreciate you being on. It was awesome to have you on. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. And Daniel, Ryan, thanks for joining us once again. And Coop, till next time, buddy. Cheers, guys. Really appreciate you having me on and appreciate the insightful comments. And uh, yeah, as much as sometimes it can be hard, it's good to be able to face the jabs, the left hooks, and even the uppercuts at times. <laughs> Thanks, Coop. I appreciate the, uh, the presence here today. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Look forward you. to uh, seeing you on the other side of the Jolly Joker Sports Society. Right on, buddy. Take, care. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience. Where no sport is left behind.